All right, X-Factor, welcome to another podcast. I'm hanging out with Marty Becker. Uh, you guys have probably listened to the one we did last year. And uh, and one thing that has got me so interested was this year I've decided to, to basically rodeo a little bit more. And so I reached out to Marty and got a lot of lessons with him. I, I worked with him, you know, two or three times a week there for months, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what I got realizing is how much, uh, how many guys you have come over for private lessons and things like that and what you're able to do as well as, you know, you travel most of the summer and, and kind of fly everywhere. And I really don't think there's guys that do, I mean, if there is, there, there's not too many guys that do more clinics or lessons than you do, Marty. So I just uh, I just wanted to talk about that and kind of, you know, what, what you're doing with these and kind of what you get out of a clinic because I know what it's done for me and, uh, and how much value I've got out of it. So thank you for being on another podcast with me. I really appreciate it. You bet, Pace. It's been great uh, having you over and roping together. And, you know, we've talked through our sessions and, and uh, you know, just, just little things here and there that we've, you know, picked up on or tweaked just a little bit. We never did just uh, make, a, you know, make a big change. I mean, I don't think that's what it's about when we, we work on our roping or want to have a lesson and, and better our, our skills. Uh, I, I don't think it's... Uh, something that we want to just make big changes because I don't think uh, a lot of times it's like that. I, I really like to bring the horsemanship side in in a big way. I think that's so important to involve our horses and understand what we need to get out of them to help us in our run. And uh, when, we, when our horsemanship part is growing and, and understanding the feel of our horses and what we're creating in our run, the rope just fits in. You know, because we're all we're talking about is is the timing and the flow of our run. Well, that all comes in with our horses, how we set set that part up prior to our catch, and then and then our rope fundamentals follow that. Right. And and I think that's when we can make a lot less mistakes. Uh, is when we let everything tie in, you know, through our our riding part and and our rope. Let all that settle in together, and and then that's when we got a good feel. And, and then I think our, our, our basics just take over. Whether you're, you're uh, roping at, you know, in a six or eight roping on up to, a, say, an open roping, I think all the basics at the end of the day are the same. All it is is our open ropers, we're all just uh, setting our runs up a little faster. You know, we're reading our cattle maybe in a little quicker way or whatever, we're fitting in a little bit sooner in the run versus you know our lower numbered ropings and and that's fine it's just a it's a different time frame you know we're roping four to five second runs versus say eight to nine second runs so all that's just set up a little faster is all but if at the end of the day if you go ahead and put the two runs together and frame by frame it it's all the same basics okay so that's where i like to you know, put a lot of similarities together and help people understand that we don't have to rush through our run. We can keep it all controlled. It's all about learning how to set it up. And, uh, and that's, that's how I try to go and about teaching is help everybody understand they can relax and, and feel a lot of their run and understand what they're doing through the course of their a, a run and and being able to feel everything come together and never get strung out and uh, so there's a lot of a lot of things right there that you can just keep it simple and not get ahead of yourself 
So there's two major things that I, I agree so much with you and, and that I definitely want to talk about. Um, as most everyone knows, I, I always try to have a book going and study it. And, and a book that I had read recently was a guy that was a personal trainer for a lot of golfers and kind of a, a like a mental coach and kind of helped with mindset as well as he helped like LeBron James when, when he was a rookie on his jump shot. And, and one thing that jumped out to me is he talks about a golfer's swing and their technique and their approach and being able to... Um, basically when to shut that off when you want to work on that thing and when to just accept that this is this is your swing or how to make uh, kind of own your swing or your jump shot but then how to add to it as well in a positive way and he kind of talks about how guys went from great and how guys that were borderline great uh, ended up kind of just self-destructing and, and not for being sure. as good as they could and that's something that really hit home for me because about July 24th every year I want to change my swing Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, I, I don't reach good enough. I don't do this good enough. I don't do that. And, and every year that I've rodeoed, I've, I've felt like that. And, and it's easy to do, to fall into when you get to watch guys like Caleb and, and, mm -hmm. and do that. And so that was, that was something that was really big for me was how can I get in an environment where, you know, when I'm working at my roping, I kind of wanted to look at it like you would, you know, we, we need to work on it every day and have a foundation set up. And that's what, you know, I felt like we accomplished and what I learned from you was the ability to, to focus on how we rode our horse. Yeah. And well, that was, and that and kind of gave me this foundation of the, you get to trust your swing. And we did a little bit of tweaking with, it tweaked my swing, but it was really my body posture on my horse. Right. And as long as I kept that correct, my swing ended up being in a natural place for me and I have my swing and I was able to rope steers where I need to. And, and it was probably by far the best I'd wrote throughout the, the winter at the jackpots. And I mean, obviously there's highs and lows, but it was yep, by sure. far the best I've roped and to this point, the best I've wrote. And I think a lot of that was accomplished by this, what we've talked about in the arena, being able to have the foundation of what, what I needed to do on riding my horse. Didn't you think? Oh, I think that's, you're totally right. And Pace, I think there's a lot said to, to that whole thing that you were talking about as far as your personal trainers on up to trying to build your style and the whole deal right everybody's got their own little feel everybody's different we all rope different basically but at the end of the day there's a lot of similarities in our foundations okay but uh everybody's got their own little feel and when I have students come to my schools and and just like you coming over and and you know we talked about different little things uh, I think it's so important to to not stray away from what each individual has for a feel okay sure there's a little tweak here and there that might simplify what they're doing but at the end of the day it's my job I think as a clinician to not upset the apple cart and totally turn somebody upside down. I don't think that's fair at all. I think, I think it's my job to go ahead and help them build their style. That's yeah. what it's about. And that's what I try to do uh, here at the house when I'm doing private lessons or if I'm up doing group lessons in my schools. I, I try to really focus on each individual because everybody's at a different level with their roping they've got different things going on and i really try to do more of like if i'm in a school environment it almost should feel like i'm in a private lesson 
You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, like I say, is at a different point in their roping. I want them to be able to work on a couple particular things that's going to help them advance. And then I have somebody over here that's in a different part in their roping. So both people are going to be at a different stage, okay? But I'm going to work on each individual as an individual, not as a whole group all the time. You know, we talk about group stuff as we go, you know, information that the whole group probably needs to hear. But it, but the big majority of my teaching at my schools at, in big groups is almost like a private lesson. I help each individual, you know, whether we're standing on the ground roping the dummy or we're pulling the dummy and roping on our horses or steers. After each run, we sit there for just a split second and talk about that run and build on whatever we're working on as an individual. Then we'll go make another run with another team type deal. And, and I think everybody can get a lot out of it because it's easy to maybe overwhelm somebody that isn't real ready to hear hear uh, say one thing as a whole group and you're like, oh geez, that doesn't make sense to me. And, and then it might totally make sense to somebody that's maybe a little bit more advanced, okay? So that's why I gotta watch that I don't overwhelm somebody or bore, bore parts of my group that doesn't really need to hear some of the things, you right. know? It's always good to hear everything and get refreshments and, uh, and things that, you know, oh geez, I kind of forgot about that. You know, them are always good, good ways to, you know, touch on things, but I really like to have it to where we're building each, each person's fundamentals in there and, and get them structured so they can move forward and, and at their own pace and, and build their feel. Right. And, and that's, that was the next thing that I want to jump into is uh, you use the words feel and flow a lot. And, uh, and being where I you know, get to run the business X Factor Roping, we do a lot of research on what people are ro working on with their roping. Mm -hmm. We constantly hear timing, delivery. Uh, I just feel out of whack. I feel rushed. And, and, and I want to speed up. And, I mean, there's so many of these answers. But that's where I love the idea of defining what feel and flow is and I'll just let you define that because I think that that's what really really sold it for me was the ability to understand those two working with you heading and healing well that just goes right back to um, how we ride our horse okay feeling the the feel and the flow real really comes through how we ride our horse and what we're feeling there because if we're up with our horses and controlling controlling that part of our riding then we're able to fit in with our steer, okay? We're able to control our horse and ride the same speed as the cow and level off with our cow in order to adjust and, and, and uh, create timing to develop a shot and, and, and uh, get a successful catch, okay? But if our timing is out, and which is flow and, and all of that with our horse, then nothing's fitting in. Okay, and that's where we make mistakes. We get rushed. We get we get strung out in different ways. Right. You know, we're rushed and we lose our rope, or or we you know we got a bunch of rope laying out there, and our horse gets away on us. Nothing is really timed up and and consistently you know uh, together. You know, and we want to have everything maintained right there. 
and and that all comes from i feel being able to ride our horses and have everything controlled so then we can fit into the flow of the run and be able to pick timing up whether we're trying to head or heel Absolutely. we're not overrunning or our steers are we're so far behind that we're trying to close a big gap and then all of a sudden everything's on the game okay then then we're in a totally different uh environment to where now now we're roping on the gain we're overshooting our target we're undershooting our target we're we're chasing you know we're we need to be able to fit in learn the lanes that we want to rope from and and simplify our run that way then then we can we we can feel something you know what i'm saying and uh i think that's just so important to to be able to to build that type of foundation in our run absolutely so that that was what marty worked on a ton with me uh heading and healing is the ability to feel my horse i mean we did things like where my body was at so i could ride my horse square to my rein length uh to where i'm clearing the box and how i'm positioning my horses and what it basically did was when i could place those things my roping just came natural like it, it didn't feel like i had to focus on my swing or where my swing was at and and the run kind of comes to you so if you got a steer for example that's running you're riding your horse or if you've got a steer that checks up and is right there slow and you're, you're but you know you have the ability to pick up and ride your horse the the next thing that for healers that i jumped it just jumped out for me was timing and and we see a lot of healers that struggle with timing or want to learn timing and and what marty like just like today we we're talking i first year of the day I heal I pick my rope up and we're running a, I'm roping a pretty fresh strong steer and I take a really strong first swing a fast first swing and and got a quick swing going and I enter the corner and I do not set my horse up and mm -hmm. I hit the steer right in the side yeah uh, and I'm talking to Marty about it like you know Marty Marty's like man that that swings is closed and it doesn't have a lot of it doesn't have any feel to it and that's when it just jumped out to me as clear as day for my healing I was like Man, if I pick that first swing up and just place it nice and open and smooth, then I got my horses. I know where my horse's strides at. I'm placing my horse, and then as my I'm creating the momentum through the turn and all that, I noticed my rope speed started picking up, and I was just setting it up and and had a pretty good day of roping. Yep. And and that's when I, you know I we go back to that feel and that flow and the you know the ability to understand understand where to place our horse so that that's the, one of the biggest things i think you get I, I, I get to watch it day in and day out with myself and as you work with other people for your private lessons and clinics and that was that was one of the major things i thought man i i i'm around a lot of teachers but this is something that's just it's pretty uncommon and it's pretty special how you do it um and, and so that was that was i wanted to to communicate that uh, so the next thing that I, we wanted to talk about and i thought was pretty cool was the mindset and, um, and for what, what I think is so unique is as we build this feel for a run, uh, you hear a lot of guys that get nervous or big situations or in an environment that might make them uncomfortable, they don't, have, they don't perform like they want to. And if we have this strong foundation of how we're riding our horses and our feel, it seems like that tra translates really well because our focus is very, uh, very similar run to run. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's, so that's, how do you kind of work with guys on that, Marty, on, and on basically teaching them how to create mental consistency as well? Uh, when you first uh, get started with, with uh, coming out and putting the effort and the time that we, we take to put into our practice sessions, 
you know, we work on our horsemanship, we work on position, we work on our rope skills, we, we tie it all together, we build that foundation right there. Uh, now it's time to take it to the next step, which is probably ever bit as more as important as what we do in the practice pen to, to get ourselves ready for competitions and, and uh, where we're headed with our roping is, is our mindset, like you're saying. Uh, there's a lot of trust, I think, goes along with, with what we do, okay? Um, there's, there's lots of ways that we can beat ourselves. And when we talk about learning how to win, having our mindset to where we can stay focused, stay within our runs, uh, not let, our beat our, let ourselves beat ourselves when, we, when we're high team back and we've roped all day long and hadn't made a mistake and then all of a sudden we've roped ourselves into position to to end the day and do really well and we let our mind wander and we make a mistake and take ourselves away from being successful that day uh i think i think focus is probably something that overrides everything if we can keep that focus point to what we've done from steer one to steer five or steer four whatever the short round steer would be if we can keep that all um, intact right there and let ourselves finish that way with our focus point and trust what we've done in the practice pen to to work towards preparing ourselves for that competition uh i think we'll be in really good shape but it's easy for our minds to wander and almost like am i doing enough or do i need to do this or that or what if what if that uh that's that's when we we beat ourselves right and the the mindset is is so important i uh i rodeoed with a really good friend of mine from canada when i f first bought my card and uh my pro card and uh we we rodeoed for numerous years and you know if Darren was standing right here with me, he would, you know, he would chuckle because we've talked about this. And uh, I had, I mean, kind of one of them deals. I had all the talent, you know, in the world to, to burn, but I had, I needed to get stronger in my mind. And Darren, he was a very successful roper and, and roped really well, but he was way stronger in the mind than I was. He, he knew how to win and nothing would frazzle him. And, uh, I could not drop my guard because he would just, he would beat me down to where, you know, I could be ahead and then he would just, he could just beat me down if I, if I would let him do it. And it was all mindset, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't really matter where you're at talent wise. A lot of times watch for the guy that maybe isn't as talented because he could be a lot stronger in the mind and get you at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But if you work on that mindset and that and keeping your mind strong and and you've got the talent to put with it, that's where you have a Trevor Brazil or, you know, a Caleb Draggers. You know, you've got them the them guys at the top all the time. That's why they're so successful day in and day out. Is because they they've got all the talent in the world, but they've got a mindset to follow and and they maintain it and hold it together. Absolutely. You know, and that goes with any sport, right? And everybody needs a, everybody needs a coach. You know, uh, it doesn't matter what you're in. You know, and you have to have a coach there to help you 
through through the good and the bad times i think and and help you keep striving to to get it even that much better tweak it just a little bit more as you go and have it to where you know when you have that coach or whatever along the way it's it's not just a one day deal and you get it's just a cram jammed course you know what i'm saying i think a lot of times that's not fair to the to the coach or the student right oh and and i have to watch that i don't you know some days i feel like maybe i didn't quite put enough information into that lesson you know but you've got to you've got to think of it this way we can only take so much information in at in a short period of time and we don't want to overwhelm anybody and it's my job to keep that contained right there to where we we need to touch on the one or two points right here in order for the third and fourth and fifth point to make any sense anyway does that make sense i got to i got to jump in because this is this is something i think so so huge um I, I, I'm going to start roping with Dustin Searcy, and one of the first things I did was we're, we're starting to put our run together and rope for the summer as I asked you if we could come over and have a session and show you our run and, yep. and kind of get your feedback. And the only thing I remember you telling me that day was how I needed to just hold just a little bit longer in the hole on my horse and how it set the run up. And it was just like we'd made two or three runs and it didn't feel that good. And then as soon as you had me start doing that, it, we, we knocked the next 15 or 20 in a row yep. down. I don't know that we missed one after that. Nope. And, and so as a roper, sometimes it's only that one little thing with our run. That's right. That might make the biggest difference and, and make everything feel so great. And, and that's when I think as teachers and coaches, you kind of, you got to know when to, to say something and when to not. And then you, cause you get a lot of guys that say, well, I've been working on this. That that is a scary thing to hear. If your coach is working on something, mm -hmm. um, you know that it can it might not pertain to you and might really take away from what you need or should be doing. Right. And that's what scares me um, sometimes with with these clinics and these things that you get uh, with guys that want to they want to overload you with information, which I I understand because you're, you know they're paying you're paying good money and you want to feel like you provide them with something. And, yeah. and so that, you know, being able to find that balance is, it's truly an art to do that. And, and that's something that's been, it's worked really well for me that way. So. And I, I, it's, I think it's so important, you know, just like you said, we, we, we just slowed your run down just a hair and it brought everything together. And, and then it took a lot of rush out of Dustin's part of his run, Yep. you know, uh, let him really, and, and with that all said, I said, now you guys, with that, you can trust each other, you know, and that's what we need to grow in Team Roping is we've got to be able to trust our partner, you know, and I think that's so important that, that we can create that because if we don't have that trust or that communication right there, then uh, as a healer, we are constantly rushing the steps back there. We're, we're constantly ahead of ourselves, ahead of the run, because we don't want to get beat. We don't want to be late. We don't want to have to chase a steer. You know, all them are things that we want to stay away from. And, but if we can get our headers to where we can trust them, then it makes the job as a healer real easy. You know, and that's where uh, your guys' run is, is very, very sharp. 
I mean, just not trying to do too much. Stay within within your run and uh, and and trust trust your steps. And I think you guys are going to have a great summer, you know, with that. And uh, both of you got a great foundation. You both rope really really well. And I think it's going to be something to look forward to. Right. You know, you guys should have have a lot of confidence going into the summer run. And that's what we need, right? Oh, absolutely. And as it goes, I mean, yes, rodeo, I mean, no matter how you look at it or whatever happens out there, there's always the ups and downs. But at the end of the day, you have to stick with your run and trust it, you know, and never veer from that. Because it's easy to try to change things. I got to do more of this or more of that or a little less of that. You know, uh, keep it the same. Keep trusting it. You know, trust your foundation and no different than if we're we're jackpot ropers you know going going through the summer jackpotting it's the same thing you know stick to your foundation you know don't let yourself get ahead of yourself keep setting your runs up and uh slow it down just a little bit and let yourself uh keep creating your feel your timing and uh and then you're you're away again right well, absolutely. And, and that's where, like you said, a coach comes in so handy because it's for a jackpot roper, for example, let's just say they get put in a situation where you are uncomfortable and maybe you're fifth high call of the World Series Open and you've been fifth call a few times or those calls where you're just maybe right there borderline good money and you're maybe not able to finish or you don't feel like you're fast enough. Yep. Well, then you kind of know like, hey, all right, we're getting here, but I need a little bit. We got to speed it up just a little bit more. And I think that's where it's so important to have someone that you work with closely and 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 be able to say, hey, let's just do this one little deal. Let's that's just right. use this one little thing. And like for us, it was if I just waited just a little bit longer in the hole as I was picking those steers up, it'll let my guy heal a lot faster. It let my head horses set up better for the finish. It made the runs that much snappier. That's right. And and, you know, and we might find that hey, we're, we get into it and we might need to tweak on something, but mm -hmm. that's, that's part of it. You know, that's, that's always kind of something, but, you know, we, we're going to go with that game plan until proven otherwise. And that's I right. think that as jackpot ropers, as guys at rodeo, that that's, that's what's so fun to have a coach because you look at it, there's golfers. I mean, golfing is very similar to team roping, uh, basketball. There's a lot of things where you've got kind of a throwing motion. It's a quick motion. Golf, it's the same thing. You got a lot of time down and then you know, you got your approach on the ball. And, uh, and so the ability to, to know when to shut it off and just go do your deal yeah. and then when to, okay, you know what, we need to ride that balance. And, and that was funny in that book, that's what they talked about is the greatest guys have that unique ability to know when to tweak on things and know when to just, that's what they do and really believe in it. Yeah. And I think that, and the one thing that they did have and they talked about was they had you know they would stay with coaches for a long period of time and they would have kind of work with the same people and they wouldn't look out to all these different they wouldn't all these out vo you know, outer voices they would kind of yep. keep everything with people they trusted and, and work sure. that way and, and I think that that's that's what's so cool I think that's so important you know uh, to trust your coach and you know I'm very fortunate I've got a lot of students that have allowed me to put them on a program and and trust me to to bring them along through the program I set up for them and you know there's always going to be some highs and lows when you're working on stuff but a program means that it's not just a couple three days and then we're done it's a program that goes on for a 
long stretches of time. And as it goes, we, we trust it, we stick with it. Then all of a sudden, as we go through, through time, you see your rope and build. Right. Things, things become more second nature. Okay, then we step on to another couple steps and then those become second nature as you're ready for them. And then all of a sudden we're going down the line and, and we're building, building, building. And then all of a sudden our numbers are, now we're not just a four healer, we're a five healer, we're a six healer, we're a seven healer. You know, and that is just like, for me, that's just, I mean, I just love it. I yeah. want to see my, see everybody do good. I, and and uh, however I can help them is just, means the world to me right. you know that's something that I enjoy helping people and and that's why I have so much fun and going all over the country in Canada to uh, to do schools and lessons I, I like to see everybody do good and get a lot out of it and at the end of the day you know when you're talking about you know the basketball the 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 golfers all having them coaches they're on on they're all on programs okay they're all on a program and and they're trusting it the athletes have to trust it you know and it comes from the coach's standpoint and also what they're putting them on as a program yep. okay and you set that up everybody's going to have a little different program because of their level okay but you're still on one and you're building okay yep. and when you're wanting to get better as a header or a healer uh, I think it's so important to to go ahead and set something like that up because then you're gonna it's gonna take less time than just you know coming and seeing me every now and again you know what I'm saying we can make a difference but it's gonna take longer okay the more I can see you the the more uh, times that uh, closer to each session is is so cool Yep. Because then I have time to be able to, to um, take one thing, let's work on this for just a couple days or whatever. And then it's like, okay, what you do is you ease their mind to where there isn't so much things going on in it. You yep. know what I'm saying? When you're trying to think of 10 things within a team rope and run, it's next to impossible because a team rope and run doesn't last that long. We don't even go 10 seconds, but we got 10 things that we're trying to trying to sort through right and that's where it's so cool to be able to go a couple days or whatever and work on one thing two things at the most and then boy by the third fourth day it's like i'm hardly thinking about maybe one or one and a half of those things you know and uh and then then we can touch on another thing and then we keep building you know and i think that's that is so cool yeah that's so cool to be able to do and and just when with you yourself pace coming over you know we've touched on a couple of things here and there as we as we go and we've been pretty consistent in, in being able to rope together right and uh and i mean you rope amazing you've got a great foundation to what you do and we just like uh, just one thing with your riding from the corner to the mouth of the box just on how your foundation was in the saddle with body posture in that and understanding just being with my horse just a little bit better how that just took away from you being caught between swings in the middle of the arena where you're wanting to rope and maybe not to it doesn't matter where my steer's at i'm able to rope when i want 
Right. You know, and so it's just little things a lot of times that we just build on and and uh, and grow. It makes a big difference. Oh, absolutely. And and to add on to that, what's so fun is, you know, it's kind of like a, a train it and trust it. If you you know you work at it and then it, you can take it right to to what you you want to do in competition. But the other thing that I noticed is I I would get away from roping the dummy a lot. Uh, in the past because I would always want to change my swing and I would right. always want to tweak and I'd, I could rope the dummy for 15, 20, 30 times but then about 50 times in the dummy I was really wanting to work on something and yeah. and, and uh, it would take away from my roping at that point and what I noticed is now I basically all I do is I, I rope the dummy a ton I rope it uh, 150 to 250 times a day, three to five times a week, and mm -hmm. I really work on getting comfortable from two coils and three coils back. Right. And so that's a lot of my shots. But what it's done is I never think about my swing when I'm roping the dummy. I'm just getting comfortable, and I kind of got a feel for what what it takes to catch. And then when I get on my horse, I never think about my swing ever. It's just riding my horse. And so yeah. it's just I've been able to build with the roping my, my roping and get comfortable fast as a, as a guy that I would say I'm not super comfortable at two coils and, and now I feel it's okay like I, I, got, I got a lot of different shots that I didn't have probably three or four months ago right because I've been able to have that kind of that feel for my horse but also know like my swing is okay my my body posture is okay now I just need to get in that spot and make sure that I got the feel of that it feels right and when I you know, if it does feel right and I'm catching the horns, just staying with it and, and being exactly. able to practice and duplicate that. And, and that's what's so, so fun for me. And you can see it with other guys is you can get as much out of it as you want. And if you want to go to a really high level as fast as you can, you know, you work at it and you'll get that. And, and you've got it with other guys. I mean, I know that you've worked with some, a few young kids and like, I know that you worked with Peyton a little bit as he's, you know, as he's kind of gone up through the ranks. And yep. I know he'll send you some videos here and there. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, and you know, now he's got, in my opinion, top five header with Eric. And oh, for their sure. run is, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen with them this summer, but I bet you it's... A lot of good things. Yeah. And for the people yeah. that don't know Peyton, Brad, they're really going to know who he is here in about yep. six months. So. Oh, it, exactly. And that's just, I mean, I had the opportunity to rope with Peyton and why, you know, his brother... Uh, as they grow gr growing up you know and and uh, to see them where they're at right now is just you know outstanding yeah you know and the opportunity that Peyton got this year to be able to rope with Eric Rogers I mean that that's huge not everybody gets a chance to have an opportunity like that no not and many 19 year old no, healers get that kind of crack that's and right he and but he's but he's you know he's um ready. Eric saw a lot of a lot a lot in Peyton and and uh you know uh it's it, it is what it is i mean i think it's a it's an outstanding uh uh team that come together right there and it's going to be outstanding yeah you know and they've got a great run i've watched a lot of their runs in competition and and some practice sessions and stuff and and uh they've got a great run together they've got good chemistry and that's what it takes right yep and uh so I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of good things with that team this year, and and uh, I have no doubt they're going to make the finals this fall. Oh, absolutely! You know. All right, Marty. So once again, you know, you're traveling around, doing lots of clinics, Canada, America. You know, private lessons here in Morgan Mill, Texas. Where's this best spot to reach you to get more information about lessons and and as you're traveling around doing clinics? Uh, just go on Facebook with Becker Performance Horses and. Uh, 
there we've got that listed on upcoming schools and then also just uh, uh, message us where I'll get back to you and, and uh, set it up where whatever area you're at if you're wanting to you know schedule and put on a school in your area or about the area that I'm at on getting into one of my schools or uh, private sessions, group sessions, uh, that type of stuff. So yeah, just go on Becker Performance Horses on Facebook. Sounds great. And once again, uh, Marty Becker, Becker Performance Horses on Facebook. And, and just so everyone knows, I mean, you're very busy big schedule but you know you can get him booked for a, a bigger clinic and bring people in or if you want private private lessons or a lot of times guys will come and he's got a nice place to stay and you can stay for the week or two weeks or whatever and rope with him daily and then kind of go go back to reality after that but it's pretty cool nice area you know we live right here in Morgan Mill and so it, it works it's works really well doing all that oh we've got a great great uh, area here you know uh, Stephenville's not very far, you know, with hotels, restaurants, that type of stuff. We're just 12 miles from there. And then here at the house, I got some pans uh, set up here. You know, I got guys coming in for a week or two week sessions up to, I've had a few for a whole month. And those are so fun when I can have somebody here for a few days or a long period of time. That's when we can really get down and work on some really good stuff and, and take our time when we're doing it. Absolutely. you know and uh really make sense of uh where we're at with our with our roping you know and then also if you can only work in one session that's totally fine you know let's uh let's get us get something started and get a feel for where we're headed and and uh work on some information that way it's all good too one one session's fine also you know there's nothing wrong with that but uh being able to help yourself build your own foundation is the is the biggest key not get completely turned upside down and to where you feel like you have to rope a certain way yeah you know we uh there is certain basics in our run that we have to all do the same as far as position wise and and you know the places that we need to rope from i mean there's that's kind of a given on that but then there's a lot of the other stuff too that that uh is a lot of personal feel how we create it and everybody's a little bit different there and uh, so I can help with all of that at a personal standpoint also right yep and uh, and help everybody achieve their goals and go where they want to with their open and I think that's a really cool deal awesome I agree Marty once again Becker performance horses on Facebook send them a message and and there also will be some clinics and stuff that's upcoming if you want to you know live by and want to get get in on one of those so for sure we're scattered around pretty good this summer and and then i'll be back in fall uh here at home doing lessons again first october and uh and then let me know too uh if you have any horses uh i'm still training horses along with uh with teaching here at home so uh trained head and heel horses and uh so we we've got that also going still and and uh we're still riding and sliding them too so Awesome. Uh, if you want some training done on some head, head, head horses or heel horses, let me know on that also. Okay, perfect, Marty. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Pace.